Some thank yous mean more than others. You know what I mean. A thank you with a smile means more than an obligatory thank you. You know what kind of thank you really says something? How about a sale where I could save 20 to 66%? That's a huge thank you. And that's exactly what's happening at Oakland Nursery. The finest, freshest nursery stock. Heck, everything in the store is 20 to 66% off during the 43rd annual thank you sale. That's a thank you that puts money back in your pocket. 20 to 66% savings now during the thank you sale at Oakland Nursery. It's like, but it's it's the best software to go live with because I can read the comments off the screen, and that's what I need to do for sure. you know for psychic shows. Like it, it's a, uh, um, okay, I think we're live. I'm gonna hit my intro. Words. Okay. Is it playing? Okay, it's playing. And now my mic's muted. Okay. Hey, guys. Sorry about that. Um, I, I, welcome back to another episode of the Typical Skeptic Podcast. I have a fascinating guest with me today. This is the second time she's been back on my show. And she comes with real um, Native American wisdom. Like, I always used to watch the old Art Bell shows when he would have, you know, guests like um, Red Elk and Thunderstrikes on. And they would always give – and he had the Hopi Elders on before. And they always came with, like, the, the most amazing wisdom. And uh, who I have with me tonight is I have with me Miss Margot. I found out about her. I was listening to the Somewhere in Dreamland podcast. It's uh, not Dreamland with Whitley Schieber, another show. It's called Somewhere in Dreamland. And I, I kind of came across her, and um, I, I really liked what she had to say. And uh, a little bit more about my guest. She says her, this is her bio. She says, hello, I'm Miss Margot, half Chippewa, Native Indian, quarter Ottawa, quarter Mayan, and Aztec, seer, clairvoyant, medium advisor. There is only four who were chosen to do this every hundred years. She represents the East as a seer from her clan, and she's a, a bone reader. And we're going to get into what that is. For as long as she can remember, she's been receiving visions, dreams of forthcoming events. As a young girl, she would share these with her parents, and inevitably they would come true. Being the chosen one comes with great responsibility, respect from the earth and others. I work with the sacred Native American items that are passed down through generations. I am guided by words, visions, dreams, dates, names, and numbers. I pick up feelings from the individual I'm reading, as well as their family, friends, pets, and people from beyond, angels, spirit, and much more. When doing a reading, I use animal bones and stones passed down through generations, a beaver skin and Native American Indian cards, or tarot cards, I'm sorry, although these items are not necessary for me to during any session in order for me to pick up any information. These items are mostly handed down. Each item can represent up to 500 different things in a person's life, let it be past, present, or future. In addition, she also accesses information by touching objects, photos, and people. Um, and with that, and she's been doing this for 55 years. So yeah, she's very experienced. Oh my God, 58. Wow. Um, with all that said, I want to give her a big warm welcome to the show. Uh, Miss Margo, thank you for coming back on. How are you? Oh, very well. Very, I'm pushing through. We're all pushing through. Yes. Yeah. I'll just let the fans know you're not feeling too good today, huh? Well, um, I had, um, yes. And I have my grandson and he kind of wears me out. So my oh. is with him. So yes. <laughs> So uh, we'll, 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 hopefully this will be a good show. And uh, yeah. um, Okay, so what I wanted to get into, for the fans that might have not saw you last time on my show, um, you represent the East as a bone reader and a seer. Like, how were you chosen for this? Like, And, and you, there's only one chosen every hundred years, they said, right? Is that That's correct? So um, it's just like choosing the Dalai Lama. There's certain signs and signals, and I've never asked my elders. That's between my parents and stuff. So I'm at represent the East, which means new beginnings on the medicine wheel. So there's a North, South, East, and West. So I represent the East, which is I like I said, new beginnings, birth. It means the red people. It means so many things. The medicine wheel is a teaching of life lessons and life endeavors um, on the medicine wheel. So as a chosen one, they knew it was going to be from our family. They, I have a twin sister um, and her name's Marlene and they knew it was going to be one of us. So I'm known as a toll in our tribe. 
Atoll is a native that has lighter color skin, hair, and eyes. And I have lighter color hair, skin, and eyes. My twin has very dark, thick hair. She's darker skin and she has big brown Bambi eyes. And that's how they knew it was me as the chosen one. That's amazing. One thing I wanted to bring up is like, you heard me in the beginning. I said, I used to listen to all the Native American people who would come on Art Bell's show back in the day. And he was good. He would get like the Hopi elders on and stuff. But this one guy that he used to have on, his name was Red Elk. He passed away. But mm -hmm. he was, he called himself an inner Hyoka. And he said there were only a couple that were chosen to be inner Hyoka as well. Are you familiar with this? And like, what is there a difference between that and like what, what you do? Well, I'm sure there is. I've never heard of that because I'm, um, a, you know, speak Ojibwe. I'm Anishiabe. Anishiabe is, um, well, first people or three fires. Anishiabe means Chippewa, Potawatomi, and Ojibwe. And then we're all from the same clan. So all clans and all um, tribes, they teach similar but different at times too. You might see the medicine wheel with the yellows on the um, bottom or on the east side instead of, you know, and vice versa. So there is similarities to each tribe, um, but there is differences. So I don't know, to, I'm not familiar with that tribe. Now, did, do you think each tribe has a difference in the way they interpret like the mysteries and the, and the, and the, uh, of, of life? I think so. I, uh, it's, it's very similar because um, there's only one creator. Um, so there's a lot of, very much a lot of similarities from the plants, plants teachings, but there's different plants from California to Michigan. So there's going to be different teachings um, and how to use them and what, you know, to utilize them, let it be the medicines and stuff. So things are passed down through generations by speaking, talking, you know, passing on myths or legends and sharing stories. That's why it's great to have a storyteller. That's cool. So do, do they have one in every tribe? Is there a story trailer in every oh, yeah, tribe? Oh, many. Yes, very much. And it's trusted That's words and stuff. A lot of the elders are. Yes. Wow. Um, now, you've worked with the police at times with, for missing persons cases. Is that correct? I've worked with three. Kalamazoo um, on a person's missing case. Her name was Denise. <clears throat> and I worked... Um, with Mount Pleasant that was regarding a little boy. It's a very sad story. Um, and the other one, I actually, their family had contacted me and that was in Birmingham, Michigan. And what I had said, and she was found and stuff. Um, and the little boy was found, but unfortunately he did not, um, did not make it through. So, um, but yes, I have worked with police. I'm, I have clients from Singapore, Germany, South Africa, Venezuela, and they call in. Um, so I don't use any of my animal bones and stones. I just tell them to shut up and listen and let me tell you what I'm picking up on. And then at the end of each session, I always tell everybody to write down their questions and then they can ask at the end. I don't even need to know the first name when I'm starting with someone or dates or anything. So I'm not a fisher. A fisher is a person who might ask questions. What's your date? What's your name? Who are you dating? They might ask more questions to the person that they're reading or trying to look into their life than vice versa. So pretty much you just sit there and shut up and listen when I talk. <laughs> That's interesting. And then um, get, getting into kind of some of the paranormal stuff, like do you obviously believe in spirit guides, angels, ghosts, and, and oh, do you see them often? UFOs, aliens, Sasquatch fairies, all that. Yeah, there's a definitely, cause I do a lot of walkthroughs. I do believe that, um, the, the difference in what I believe in more so is that people try to say, oh, they're they're they didn't go to the other side or they need to cross over. They're having troubles. Well, that's not always true. We have once you pass on, you have a choice. You still have free will. So God creator will say, well, I still need your help. The earth is still here. So you can be reincarnated. You can be an angel guide. You can go and walk the earth and see the things you didn't get to see, um, do things. So it doesn't always mean to cross over. Sometimes our spirit guides just want to be there or teachers or people that feel familiar or just don't want to leave that spot because of their comfortability. 
That's interesting. Uh, one thing I heard you say on that other, when I saw you on the, or listened to you on the Somewhere in Dreamland podcast is I heard you say that you'll do a conference and you'll be so energy drained that you'll kind of just drive on the highway and you can pick up the energies from the spirit guides or you'll see them. Is that, is that oh, correct? Yeah. Yes, very much so. And a lot of times it helps me to relax just because so many people have crossed our lands. And it's funny because a lot of people will ask me, I was going to do a house cleansing today. And she says, well, I think somebody, something happened in my house, even though her house is newly built, but I was trying to explain to her, many people have crossed that land before, you know, walk through it or pass. So things have happened or on that land, it just doesn't necessarily mean in that house where they're just, our, the house was built. So there's that energy is still kind of there. Yeah. So, so that it's like, so it's almost like the energy kind of sticks with the property. Like, uh, cause it, did you ever hear those like hauntings where it plays over and over and over like a tape? Like, I wonder what that is. Like, do you have any theory on that? Like, well, I, I believe that, you know, not let them as a person is making that choice to stay there. Let it be like a warning or them trying to communicate again, it's on their comfortability. So again, once you pass on, you will have a choice to be whatever you want to be again because of reincarnation let it be karma or an animal spirit guide and you can walk that earth and it's your comfortability and because maybe the that spirit is repeating is because they're trying to get the message through that's interesting. And then uh, one of the, before we get into the readings, like I want a couple more questions, like, and sure. then what do you, what are the native American beliefs on Sasquatch and Dogman? Like as far as like, or what, you know, Well, every tribe is different. And we call, I'm taught that we call ourselves native Indians, um, not native American because America um, was actually a Spanish word. Um, I believe and um, the white people named that. So we, I call myself native Indian. Um, but I was taught that there is other human beings, other forms out there that we can communicate that we don't need to see, um, that let it be that are walking the earth and that we share our land with. I mean, it's a huge place. There's, yes, there is many, and they a lot believe and they see it. Yeah, they're, they're, they're pretty fascinating. Now, um, is there any kind of questions that you don't want to answer before we get into the readings? Is there something well, that you... Um, I'm just, not, and today, anybody asking me when they're going to die, I'm just, you know what, I'm, today I'm about living. So a lot of people ask me about that. And um, even though I can see things, there's certain things that I will say or that I can see when they're passing is, but I think that would be not a good day for it. Well, the, you know, it's so weird you, you say that. Like, I'm sorry, I mean, uh, but uh, yeah. I had a premonition earlier that I got hit by a car and it mm -hmm. seems so real. Like I laid down and I took a nap and I, I, but I just took that as more as like a warning. It's like, you know, like if mm -hmm. I'm out on a walk or a run, I'm really going to watch where I go left or right because <laughs> it was so vivid. It was like, and what's weird is my crown and my pineal has been opening up lately. So I feel like I'm becoming more psychic. So I'm going to take it as a warning. You know what right. I mean? Not only that, it could be from your past life. It could be for a, a, a future life. So it might not be for at in this lifetime. It could be a premonition also that something that you see, because <clears throat> it all depends. Do you see yourself? Is it was it black and white? Do you just see your hands? Did you see your whole body? Did you are you only seeing through your eyes? All that has a factor on the dream or vision that you have. I was, was seeing through my eyes. Mm -hmm. what, what, what does that mean? So when you're seeing through your eyes, um, that means that a premonition, either from the past or the future. So that's like, a, let it be a deja vu or something that you've experienced, or it can also be one of your great fears. Was it black and white? Was it in color? Was anybody else around? Did you hear any other voices? That's so interesting. No, I was by myself. I was, I, I was, I was, uh, it just, it came through like so vivid. It was so weird. It was like, it was like, cause I was, uh, I was trying to meditate. I was like trying to take a nap and meditate, but at the same time, it just kind of came through like a, like a, like a very vivid vision. It was, I've wow. never had anything, you know, like, wow, um, but, you need to write that down. Yeah, I am. I'm going to, well, he's, well, now it's now it's on recorded. So like everybody yeah, heard right. it. So if I get hit by a car, everybody will know. Did <laughs> oh you God. see the color of the car so, or anything? What's that? Did you see the color of the car? 
No, I can't remember. I, I really can't remember that. But I okay, just remember. So did you? Hold on. My question is: Did you feel the impact, or was it after? Was it before? I didn't get that much. I didn't get that much. Okay. I just remember getting hit, but I I couldn't feel the impact in this life. No. Okay. Yeah, because all that plays a factor too. It's uh, okay. I just think I'm starting to come into my psychic abilities, and um, you know, it's it's uh, you know. Um, sure. it's I'm getting something, maybe it's from past lives, you know, you never, you never know. Oh, I wanted to ask you this and, and I just kind of get your opinion to speculate before we get into the readings. And, uh, do you think that we reincarnate as like similar versions to what we are now? So like, for example, do you think I re I, I know you probably wouldn't have many ways to answer this, but I just want to get your opinion. Like, do you think I inc incarnated someone similar to what I am now in past lives? No. Um, well, not necessarily, I should say. Um, a, a lot of times from past lives, some people can have 11, some people can have 30. But again, it's a free will and choice. So let it be some of the fears that you are at or that you're facing or insecurities or even your strengths. Those could be from all past lives also. Another thing is that some people might say, well, gosh, they, they got it made. They have an easy road. That's because maybe one of their past lives, they've had it very treacherous before. And so this lifeline, they have it a little bit more calmer, a little bit more things coming to them. And so it all depends on what you learned also in your past lifeline. And again, you have that choice. You know what? I need a rest. I need to, um, I want to be a, an eagle, you know, this time and just kind of watch over. And that's okay. Because it still is a gift from creator and it still plays a great importance. And, and and just, I'd love to get your opinion on this. And in your mind, what is the inevitable outcome of all these lives? Like, what are we trying to, are we trying to like reach like enlightenment, like people say, or like, or try to become one with source or creator? Or like, what is our goal of all these like lives over and over again? I believe the main thing is, for one thing is love. I mean, true, incredible, unconditional, nonstop love and compassion from day one. So once we achieve that fully, yes, it is enlightenment. Yes, it's all the goodness and it's beyond what we can imagine, being nice. Even the words that we exchange, even as a young child, you know, society pulls us because we are innocent children when we're all born. But we learn so much from society, you know, good, bad and ugly. And then we get, you know, clouded in our heads at times to which which way do we go or what do we say or bullying and saying things to. So we have to learn to to stop that and still send out that love to someone or for, especially for ourselves. And it's self -love. That's interesting. That is interesting. Um, I guess we could get to the questions now. I don't have any other questions. Um, uh, okay. Um, the first one is from the Andromeda. Now he had two questions. So I was kind of just going to see if you could kind of tap into him because he has more questions about his galactic lives. Like his next question was, does he have a connection with the Anunnaki? And then this one is, does he have a, a message from his galactic family or his connection with Star Trek? Um, so I was going to see if you could just kind of tap actually, into that was five questions and one that he just asked. <laughs> <laughs> so I just need his um, first name. What was his The Andromedan. Okay. So the one thing that I keep picking up is that he, he's got a cosmic spider web, which is beautiful around him. So yes, there's always connections and he feels it too. And at times it shows me he hid it for a long time. And he's learning how to spread the spider web, I should say, the the lifeline. Um, I do sense a grandfather around him also, a father or grandfather figure around him that watches over him more as a gatekeeper, doesn't really say anything, um, is on the other side. Um, it also shows me this beautiful cosmic egg that comes up around him. He loves learning and exploring and being more and um, let it be helping here on earth or thinking differently in order to guide others to their higher spirituality. So that's one of his gifts. He just needs to try like a bit more. That's cool. I hope that resonated with you, Andromeda. And, and guys, if you have like a pending question that you have to have answered right away, you can do a super chat or donation. And uh, that's just like your support in the channel. So, you know, but um, 
you don't have to. I'm going to try to go through all the questions or, you know, or most of some, most of them within an hour time. So, but if you have something that's really burning up and you need an answer, super chat, and then I'll get to it right away. Okay. Next question is from Michelle Petros. Hi, Michelle. And if it shows up on the screen, Michelle yeah. says, question, Miss Margo, any message for me regarding what step I should take on my journey? Okay. Well, the one thing that, I mean, I love that she likes to keep busy. Sometimes she procrastinates or loses her direction by overthinking too much. <clears throat> um, again, this is about trust and everything, trusting ourselves. One second. <clears throat> so I do see that more meditation is going to come out. It shows me more grounding around her, connecting with Mother Earth. Even if it's just once a week, I always say, or even if it's just 10 minutes. It plays a huge um, importance in her lifeline to make healthier choices and decisions. Career path, she's going in the right direction. She has many ideas. I also see a strong wolf, a black wolf that watches over her. He's very silent. He's actually quite large. He doesn't mean to alarm her. It might come in her dream or a vision or something. But he is very like coy or very, um, I want to say solemnness, likes her to be alone and, and just to create a little bit more too. Another thing that's coming up is that she has a tendency to worry and stress a little anxiety. And that's it. Okay. I, I was, I was going to, I had a question regarding that. Um, a lot of times do we, um, do, do a lot of people have spirit animals that kind of guide us, whether it would be a, 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 what lost love pet or something from the wilderness, like you said, like a wolf that kind of guides or that watches over her. Like, is that common? Um, well, you can have up to two, you can sometimes one and sometimes 5,000, depending about what you're going through. So, so spirit guides, angels, guardian angels, spirit animals, ancestors. I mean, there's over 2,500 different kinds out there, fairies and angels and archangels that will come to us. But it all depends on what we're going through. So, it, it again, it varies. Yeah. And it's, it's hard. Really Sometimes people want that answer. What is their name? Do I have guardian angel Michael around me? Do I have this? Well, sometimes it's just feeling that, too. You know, just really trusting what you feel because that's what our energy is full of. Yeah, I guess though this stuff is so interesting to me because like I right now I don't see beyond the veil, but I'd love to. You know what I mean? I'd love mm -hmm. to see actually see a, or communicate with a spirit guide someday. I think a lot of times it's like I'm stuck in my own head. I think I'm too skeptical mm -hmm. and, you know, I always want proof. But like, okay. I, you know, I, do you think that plays a part in it? I think that that's actually beautiful because even though that you you already recognized it for one thing, and even though that you might feel that you're stuck in it, you're still reaching out and want to explore more or learning more or reading more and opening up books and learning about different peoples and different avenues. So you are observing in a different way. So you got to give yourself a little bit more credit on that. Okay. Um, that's cool. Thank you. And, and here I'll get to the next question. Um, and... Okay, here. This one's from Arizona Raven. Hopefully the uh, question shows up on the screen. Uh, she says, well, Miss Margo, explain how she reads bones, please. Yeah. Um, well, I don't know if you can actually see them all. So let me see if I can show you some. So I have and, oh, I, I know. I, I had a question about that too. Well, um, what but this ties into her question. Uh, I was going to say, do you think there's DNA and obviously there's DNA in the bones? And do you think that has something to do with like your ability to be able to read them, or is it more just like a psychic thing? Um, well, as a seer, um, I'm an oracle, so I don't know how to answer that question. It just like this, what I'm taught and what I know. Yeah. So. I don't know if I can tip down my camera without it sprawling out, but and let me see if I can. So this is what my animal bones and stones look like. Well, cool. you, can't, you can't see them all, but like I have um, owl talents and stuff in here. I have otter paw. Um, you know, things have been stolen from me, given to me, passed down. Some people take things. I have a lot of wolf bone in here. Um, I have my lucky eagle whistle, bone stones, and medicine pouches, tobacco bag. 
but everything is just cast down. So what I end up doing, I mean, besides when a person's calling in, I don't use any of this. I just close my eyes, like I said, pick up on things. So it's actually, uh, it's for that person to pass and lay down. I guide each person in how to, to, what to do, what to hold in their hand, how to lay it down or where to put it at. And then I give a reading off of it. So it all depends on what it's laying next to. I have Bobcat in here, Badger and all that that's cast down. And then I give a reading off of that. But wow. again, my clients that are from Singapore and Germany and South Africa, they don't touch any of this. Some thank yous mean more than others. You know what I mean. A thank you with a smile means more than an obligatory thank you. You know what kind of thank you really says something? How about a sale where I could save 20 to 66%? That's a huge thank you. And that's exactly what's happening at Oakland Nursery. The finest, freshest nursery stock. Heck, everything in the store is 20 to 66% off during the 43rd annual thank you sale. That's a thank you that puts money back in your pocket. 20 to 66% savings now during the thank you sale at Oakland Nursery. Smirnoff Ice knows summer comes with all sorts of questions. Like, is it okay to drop everything the second the sun comes out and enjoy the day? For your summer vibe, choose Smirnoff Ice Red, White, and Berry. And for flavor with no compromise, choose Smirnoff Ice Red, White, and Berry Zero Sugar. Take some home today. Available at most retailers. Our advice, choose Smirnoff Ice. Please drink responsibly. Smirnoff Ice Premium Flavored Malt Beverage. The Smirnoff Company, New York, New York. And Smirnoff Ice Zero Sugar Original Premium Flavored Malt Beverage. The Smirnoff Company, New York, New York. I just tell them, you know, I guide them through it. And then, like, my hands are their hands until the end. And then they can ask questions. Yeah. What does, uh, what, I mean, what does, what, does each bone signify something special? Like, um, so, like, does the alpaw, sig- what does that signify? Or, si- well, I'm sorry. Sig- it all. So Nick, yeah, now you're making me mess up. So like I said, it, one thing can represent 500 different things, depending about what it's laid next to, how it's laid, which way it's facing. So it's hard to go over 500 different things. <clears throat> so uh, the owl might represent uh, a lot of times is to look at things in a different way or a matter or uh, a loved one is watching over. So again, it all depends on the person and who I'm picking up on and their energy and how it's laid or how it's cast down. Mm-hmm. That's so interesting. That that's so cool. Um, let me just try to get to the next one uh, or the next question. Um, there sh- there should be more questions here. I can't. It's taking a while to load. Um, let me see if I have. Uh, okay, you do that. I'm going to tuck this away now. Okay, and uh, let me see if I have any more questions while this is loading because it's moving slow. Um, okay. There, there, the the question is so loaded. I'm there was, sure that you've gotten readings and sessions on here. Has anybody told you you're an animal spirit of yours? No, I don't know. I mean, I've always had a connection to the ocean. I used to be a surfer. I, mm-hmm. You know, like I live in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, but I've oh. always had a real strong connection to the ocean. Like I want to live at the ocean someday. So I've always been connected to like dolphins and orcas and Stingray. sharks. Mm-hmm. Well, it shows me two things that come up around you as you're doing that. One is the octopus, a very highly intelligent animal. I'm sure you know all about that. Now, no, I don't. Seven, oh, the, the octopus is very intelligent. But every seven to 12 years, as we change, as we're going through transformation, our spirit animal will change also. Sometimes we have two at one time because we're in flux and changing. But the octopus also represents you like to keep busy, always working with hands, um, either a lot of paperwork or books or always kind of fidgeting. It also represents always thinking that sometimes you forget to shut down or to be in quietness. You either struggle with it or that you are challenged with it or you, you have to do something else. It also shows me the fox. <clears throat> now, the fox is very clandestine, very private, personal, even though that you're out in the public and everything. You're still a very private, personal person. You're selective in who you allow in and out, who you bring close to your heart, which is actually a beautiful thing because this means you're knowing who to trust. You've learned, you've experienced things, and you're so you kind of have both animals right now. So you're you're knowing to trust yourself. That's so cool. That that that, that that's a. Uh, um... 
uh, I, I'm going to get to Angela's stats as a question next. The questions did load. It's just moving slow tonight. She oh, said okay. she wanted to, she could have been last, but I just picked her question because it was next in line. She said, if there's time, what is my Hopi and shamanic connection? Does the name Kai mean anything to her? Does mean anything to me or to her? Yeah, for her. Does it mean anything, to, you know, to her, okay. for you? Well, I don't know if she's is she raised Hopi. I'm not sure because it shows me it, it's a question. It's kind of like on a tilt. So I don't know if that's just she feels a strong pull to it because I don't I feel that she, this might have been a past lifeline. So I don't know if she's 100% Hopi or something. If that's one of her questions. But that now, I think she's more like American, but I think she she might have a strong connection feels yeah. a strong connection yes. to it. And that could be from a past lifeline. Now that Kayan Kayan name or however you pronounced it. I do feel that. I feel like that is a person, not only a spirit guide, but somebody that she had um, a, a past lifeline with. It also means, I feel that means a lot of inner strength. I feel that she's very captivated by, with the Hopi and that hopefully that she's doing some research because the Hopi has awesome premonitions and, you know, um, like Nostradamus does, um, about you know things that will happen in in our free and our future and everything, the Hopi also predicted one of the things that our oceans, our seas, would turn black, and it was um, you know we had the you know oil spills and all that. So um, she should really study into, it, especially if she's feeling a pull into it. That's cool. You know, the, the only thing I know about the Hopis is uh, I remember, like I said, I remember them coming on Art Bell's show back in the day, mm -hmm. and they always had amazing premonitions and, and yes. knowledge. Was, uh, yeah. That was so much fun. But um, I'll get to the next question here. It, it's again, it's moving it's very slow tonight. I'm sorry, guys. Like, no. and if, if anybody left a super chat that I didn't see yet or something, like, I, I didn't see it because the questions are moving really slow. But, um, Arizona Raven says, if there's a message for me, I'll accept it, Miss Margo. Ah, oh, that's nice. And what's her first name? Or what's the name? Arizona Raven. Okay. Um, well, it shows me, you know, she's like, she reminds me of a unicorn. Um, her spirit and soul, I should say. She likes unique things. She might collect things. I do see that um, a change is coming up, and it shows me a turtle for her to take her time with something. A new project that is coming up around September time. Now, I'm not sure if it's with work or something that's involved, getting more involved in her life, but it shows me just take her time. The turtle represents the life. Um, the turtle also represents 13 phases. We don't have 12 um, months. It's 13. So it shows me a lot of personal growth with her, too. I love it because when she meditates, she really pulls back. She really is being more in tune. Um, very thankful and grateful person. You could tell by her picture she's very uh, tuned in. It seems like she's a she's she's, she's a really a nice person. Yeah, she has a she has a a, a, a bird feather covering her. Um, um, Hold on, my camera's so far away, I can't see it still. <laughs> oh, um, sorry. I'll get to the That's next okay. question. This glasses, one is, but I take them off because I'm I get um hot. My it's hot in this room, so I had to take them off. So I'm pretty much blind. I got astigmatism. <laughs> This next one is a super chat. This one's from Mike. Thank you, Mike, for your donation of $5. I appreciate it. And I haven't seen you in a while, Mike. It's good to see you. I hope your health's okay. Um, and Mike's a good dude. He he, want, he bought some of my merch before, and we've talked over email, and he's just a good person. I, awesome. It's cool, Miss Margo. Like, I have a connection to a lot of my subscribers. I talk to a lot of these people off offline, and they're all really good people. They're all just like – they all just have like, like a thirst for knowledge, and they're all like very – mindful they have a lot of mindfulness you know what i mean yeah. but um this question he says question i've been meditating and trying to make contact and did i saw a female being in a ship in the corner of my eye does she know what species this was or have any idea what kind of species this may have been oh this is really interesting because what i keep picking up on is from the ocean but i don't want to say a, a mermaid or a siren siren Maybe part siren. Um, but I feel um, she's from almost like the oyster family. I feel a very calmness around her. Nothing. Um, and I feel a lot of um, soft colors. I don't know if they're pastel or like gray. Because um, I don't 
I cannot get clarity on her face and total figure. I don't think he did either when he when he saw her. It also shows me that around her, she or around this woman, um, I keep seeing like a golden egg. So this means good news that is coming up around him. It also represents that it's coming up soon. So something that he's been working hard for. Good connection. That's cool. That's cool. Um, I'll get to the uh, the next question. Uh, this one's from Nicole Weiss, and she's uh, a good person. I'm just trying to get it. To, oh, there's a super chat too, but I'll I'll get to that in a second. These questions are not moving fast tonight at all. Like, um, sorry guys, I'm trying. It's all right, and you know, because you were saying about it, a lot of the, your people are very spiritual. It's so incredible how everyone is starting to reach out and and follow their true path and find their spirituality or their religion or their what makes them feel comfortable. And it's just becoming more and more that people knowledge, let it be energy work and stuff. It's opening up so much and it's going to be vast. I mean, more and more people are going to be wanting to learn and experience it. I agree. And like my, my experience with this is like been like all positive. Like a lot of my fans want to, I don't even call them fans. I call them just like friends because they're, yeah, they're more friends. Yeah, they're a like family and they just want to help. Like, you know, like my friend Maya, she does like hypnosis and stuff. Mm -hmm. She's been real helpful in like putting together like promos for me and stuff. And like, all, and then like uh, Angela in the chat today just offered to do sessions for people if they donated. Like, so like a, a lot of people are like really been like really like helpful. I, I appreciate them all. But this one's from Nicole Way. She says, I would love to receive a message from my dad if you can tap into him. Okay. And, um, I don't know her dad's first name, but if you had, does she, can you ask her what her father's first name is? So I'm taking my energy off of her. Nicole, can you tell me the name of your dad if you're still in the chat? I'll, I'll try to scroll to the bottom of the messages. Like, um, well, one thing is just shows me that, and that she's got to watch her health, more water intake. That's what he's telling her. He's funny. He's got a good sense of humor. He'd be a smart ass. Um, he says, just keep going, keep guiding, keep going and keep guiding. It's something about, I don't know if she was a counselor at one time or if she is or counsels other people, like a camp counselor. But he says that's he's he loves that. Um, she didn't answer yet with her dad's name. Okay, so I don't know if she's still in the chat. Mm -hmm. I'll move on to the next one. This next one was a donation from Christy Campbell. So I'll put that up first and and then uh, and she asked a question. She feels like she has a connection to she says that she has a, uh, a connection to her wolf clan mem ancestors. She feels oh, nice. like she has a, a connection to wolf clan ancestors. So is that the question or is that the a statement? Yeah, she says she says this is it right here. She says, oh, I asked messages from my Cherokee wolf clan ancestors. Nice. Well, I'm with the bear clan. So, yes. And, it, you know, she, if she feels that connection, definitely own it. And I always, always say there's so many wolves out there, especially the red wolf is actually going, you know, almost distinct. But it's very messages. The wolf represents like the third chakra, the voice, um, the throat area. And this represents for her to speak her truth and also represents to set her boundaries, too. So she might have troubles setting her boundaries, um, allowing other people to take her kindness as a weakness, but she's coming to find her strength because that's what the wolf is. The wolf does not allow other people to take their kindness as a weakness. It also shows me great leadership. Now, a wolf is a great follower and a great leader. So this represents something that in her lifeline too. That's so cool. Um, let me see here. I'm trying to get to the next question. Um, Okay. There's just a lot of people talking in the chat. So um, she also asked about, does she, she has a Cherokee grandmother. She wants to know if her Cherokee grandmother has a message for her. Ah, nothing like spending a day at the beach with Tim Horton's new summer drinks. The sand in my toes as I sip on a creamy coconut ice cap. Or the wind in my hair and a watermelon Tim's Boost Energy infusion in my hand. 
Welcome to Tim Hortons. What can I get you? Oh, sorry. I'll have the... With even more options to choose from, our new summer drink lineup will keep you cool all season. Whether you're spending the day at the beach or just dreaming of it, it's time for Tim's. Limited time, U.S. only. Nothing like spending a day at the beach with Tim Horton's new summer drinks. The sand in my toes as I sip on a creamy coconut ice cap. Or the wind in my hair and a watermelon Tim's Boost Energy infusion in my hand. Welcome to Tim Horton's. What can I get you? Oh, sorry. I'll have the... With even more options to choose from, our new summer drink lineup will keep you cool all season. Whether you're spending the day at the beach or just dreaming of it, it's time for Tim's. Limited time, U.S. only. I have to say, I love her grandmother. She comes as, an, an, and I say this with great honor, like um, a crazy crow woman or a crow. Um, very knowledgeable. Like to keep things simple. She's she's holding like a rainbow ball. It's like a ball and it looks like a rainbow. So I, she loves to cheer other people up. She didn't like anybody sad. She Very consoling. Um, but that's a message that she has so that she's still around for those times for her. But That's so cool. Mm -hmm. oh, oh, I get, I get, oh my God. I, I got to tell you about the crows. Like they freak me out sometimes. Like I, I don't have the best connection to animals. Like, I don't know. Cause they, they, they're, they, I have a window here and sometimes I'll be studying for a podcast or I'll be emailing people and they'll start yapping outside my window. And I'll, I just want to open the window and be like, guys, you got to chill out. Like, I don't know why they do that. And, and then someone told me they're trying to get my attention, which yeah. I don't know if that's true. Are you feeding them? No, I haven't yet. There, uh, I saw them eating roadkill like that. That's the peanuts. No, no salted peanuts. They bring you gifts. They, though, the crows are so smart. They remember their enemies. They remember who's kind to them. They have a memory, and they even pass it down to other generations, up to seven generations. So, if you're kind to them, they're going to be kind to you. The crow and actually the wolf are buddies. They help each other. Let it be to finding food and stuff. They protect each other. So that's a great protection. You should put a little nuts out there. I will. I mean, I live in an apartment complex. So, like, I, you know, like they're always out there. They're always out. Right. In the, They'll the, leave the, something the, on your seal. They'll know. If you kind of do it the same time every day, leave a few nuts. No, no, no salt, though. They'll give you something back. What do they not like salt? Is that is that? It's just not really good for them. They should have um, non-salted peanuts. I mean, they'll probably eat them, but non-salted peanuts is best. That's so cool. Yeah. Um, this next one's uh, from Sasha. She just says, um, "I would love a reading." She says, "She can give me a call." So I don't know if she wants a reading. Like, I mean, because we only got a short time here. <laughs> Usually, oh, I, I mean, ten minutes. Can you sessions. tap in anything? I guess. Pardon me? I mean, can you tap in anything for her, I guess? Oh, like, okay. I understand now. Okay. What's her first name? Sasha. Okay. The one thing I'm picking up on is that it shows me um, that she's really busy. I do see two children in her lifeline, and it shows me a spiritual child. So when a spiritual child comes up, um, it's either a guardian angel. It could be a guardian angel. It could be um, a child that can come as a grandchild, it comes as a little girl could be a miscarriage or abortion but it, it shows me that um she's really good with children i see too so but i do see a third one that's on the other side the other thing is that her being able to kind of relax and listen there's a friend that's coming to her um very kind of needy going through a lot and so she has to be the listener not the guider so this means to be listened don't give any advice just re-encourage that friend that they're going to make the right choices and this is coming up before september that's so interesting. How does this stuff, I, I mean, like, how does this stuff come to you? Does it just come as like pictures in your mind or like, or do you get like sentences too? Or like all, I, I'm, all, all of it? I taste, hear, smell, I see, I can feel, I can't describe it. It's, it's a lot. It's a lot that I get. One one thing I always uh, heard is I heard this is so fun to talk about because I heard that spirits will come by and like they'll like sometimes like for example I chew cinnamon gum so I wonder if I came back as like a spirit like that I would have that smell of cinnamon gum like my ex girlfriend loved that she said I love that you always smell like that cinnamon gum big and like, red <laughs> it's a trident or whatever okay. but, yeah but you know I, she. 
so I was, and I've heard like that people come back as like smelling like tobacco and stuff too. Like you can, mm -hmm. you can like, sometimes someone will smell like their grandfather and he smells like right. tobacco. What, why is that? Or we don't well, know. Right? With our memory, because as we know ourselves, as we're taught, we only have five senses, but actually we have a lot more to me. We do. I don't know how many more I want to say 17, but that's as a young child. So when those are smells or those sensations come back, it helps our memory and it helps our connection and feel, and to be familiar with the here and now too. Even from a past lifeline or from a future lifeline, we hold on to those things that were important to us that made us feel good. So we bring them sometimes to the next lifeline. If we're able to, it might be done in a different form. Like instead of you chewing the gum, you might smell like the cinnamon or you might be a cinnamon person who harvests cinnamon or knows the benefits or work with it more. So it's going to vary. That's so cool. That's so interesting. <laughs> we'll, we'll only do a couple more because we've been going a lot. We've been going about 42 minutes. So I'll maybe do a couple more and then we'll, because okay. I know you're not feeling too well. Um, uh, the next one is from Kay McMahon. She says, question, what message do you have for me? And thanks, she says. Well, she's got to slow down, move too fast. I do see a reconnection with family. Now, I'm not understanding that fully myself because sometimes I do not understand things. But it shows me a rekindling with family. Now, this could be a time of a family gathering and it's going to be more bonding, more meaningful, more understanding. But it's something that is needed. I also see a beautiful um, color blues and turquoise around her. So it shows me by ocean, she functions better by water, the sound of water, um, like the sea foam I see around her. But she functions better by, to get a water fountain or something around her. But it shows me it clears her mind. And you said you had one more question? Yeah, we'll do one more. Um, uh, this one is from Rox, Rachel. And she says, uh, she says, if you get a chance, where are my soul family members located? She wants to know. Well, that can be up to 2 million people because of all the family connections from past lifelines. You know, because my family, even though I, I would talk about my immediate family, there's five, but what's the connection of their family? Like generations go back. So I don't know what she's exactly asking for, because that can be a lot of people, a lot of energy she's asked me to pick up on. Her soul yeah. family, that's a lot. I mean, because family sometimes is not actually family. Sometimes it's friends. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because, I mean, would you say that we incarnate with the same, like, tribe of people? Like, uh, like, no, uh, or like, no uh, not, not at all. Sometimes it's completely different. Sometimes, oh, it's, wow. yeah, it's like I said, you have that free choice. You have that free will. And when God creator says, okay, like when we're all done here in this lifetime, when we go out to God creator, it's actually a beautiful story, but I'll, cause I know you're running out of time, but like, when, well, I'll tell it, I'll tell it really quick. So that's fine. Have passed, and this is plays an important. So for our tribe, when somebody passes away, um, that day they do not go up to heaven. It takes a full year. <clears throat> so on that year journey, as my father had passed away, he's visiting everyone. He's seeing everyone. He's doing things he didn't get to do down here. So my mom would call and she says, Art Cheney just called and um, that meant that my father went to go and visit his friend because he made her think of him. Or if I smelled, uh, my father was a, worked in a tar is a roofer and I smell it sometimes. That means that my father was take was beside me. So when you hear a song or anything like that for that full year, that means that spirit, that person who had passed away is coming to visit you and taking your worries and problems. Because once you pass, you have no more worries and problems. So that is was my father's main thing to do for one year. So after that one year, we have the immediate family over and everyone makes my father's favorite dish. Everyone makes things that he loved to eat. And this is the day he goes up to heaven. Because for that whole year, he was collecting everyone's tears, my mom's tears, worries and problems, and he's collecting them all. So we all sit down at the table, at the table and we set a place setting for my father as he would be there. My father liked to drink his, his beer, so he liked his Budweiser and we put water out there and we all ate together. 
Then we all walked outside and we put that plate of food by the tree and his water and his beer because so the animals could eat off it. So the circle of life started again. But that was the day that my father was going up to heaven. So they wanted him to be strong. So that's why he ate his favorite things. They didn't want him to be thirsty because they want you to speak. He wants to speak clearly to God creator. And he wants to have strength because he's carrying everyone's worries and problems. So as he's going up to that journey, he's carrying everyone's worries and problems. He's in front of God now, creator, whatever you want to call it, great spirit, and says, here's my offering. Here's my offering. Thank you for you know letting me live. And here's my offering to you. So God takes all everyone's worries and problems. And he says, well, the world still hasn't ended. I still need your help. So you can become, um, you can walk on earth and help as a spirit guide, or you can watch over us. So you can stay up here and hang out. You can be a woman, you can be a man, you can be whatever you want, but I still need your help. So whatever you choose, it's okay. So we still have that free will. That's beautiful. That's, that's really amazing. And yeah. I just had, I was just thinking when you put out the food is that's, they get more of the essence from it. Right. I've heard that about like yeah. people who do like um, offerings to like Orishas and voodoo. They'll, they'll say that like they put out candy for like Papa Legba or rum because he gets the essence from it. And, and, and then they, they, um, is that the same with spirits? Well, yeah, our spirit, you know, our father, my father was still there. You could feel it. I mean, you could feel he was happy because that was the day he was taking everyone's sorrows and pain. And we were all celebrating, you know, saying thank you. We remember all this food that he loved, you know, and we all got to eat together. What a great celebration, you know, and that he's taking everyone's worries and problems, not just his kids, but his friends, people he met along the way. And he's taking them up to God. So he was taking them away from us because he's already at peace. Yeah. That's, that's so cool. That's so interesting. Um, well, do you want to tell everybody where they can uh, find you? And uh, uh, if they want to book a reading, are you are you booking people for readings? And, um, and yeah, yeah well, do you anybody know how to do that? Yep. It's actually best to text me. Um, I'm a little bit faster at that. So you can text me or, or call, but I always say text. It's 248-935-8441. I have a website, missmargo.com or thebonereader.com. It all goes to the same thing. Got like five things that leak to one. But yeah, just call me and I'll say I have an 800 number, 877-BY-MARGO. Oh, that's so, cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. wow. Well, th thank you so much, Ms. Margo. I'd love having you on the show. I'd love to have you on again sometime. Yeah. And uh, yeah, yeah. And and thank you, everybody, for tuning in tonight. And every, the people who donated, thank you. And uh, and have a good night, everybody. Um, until next time. Yes, um, thank you. God bless. All right. Thanks, everyone. Uh, all right. Thanks, Ms. Margo. That was great. Nothing like spending a day at the beach with Tim Horton's new summer drinks. The sand in my toes as I sip on a creamy coconut ice cap. Or the wind in my hair and a watermelon Tim's Boost Energy infusion in my hand. Welcome to Tim Hortons. What can I get you? Oh, sorry. I'll have the... With even more options to choose from, our new summer drink lineup will keep you cool all season. Whether you're spending the day at the beach or just dreaming of it, it's time for Tim's. Limited time, U.S. only.